All right, welcome back to the More Than Different podcast with your host, Brendan McNamara. C-Mac, busy tonight. I think he's at a men's league game. Uh, he's always got something going on, so we are, right, without, right. We are without C-Mac, but we have a guest. Um, there was a dialogue a couple months ago about making this happen and uh, didn't quite make it happen in the summer, but we stuck with it, and uh, we I remember a couple weeks ago, had a little text exchange. We said book October 18th, 9 p.m. And we have CJ Happy in the building. That's right. His last name is Happy. Just special stuff. CJ, welcome to the pod. Good to have you here, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Yeah, you should be. Well, well, tell the people a little bit about yourself. I'm not gonna, you know, just just list off all the accolades and uh everything you're doing and, and where you're going soon so why don't you pitch the people a little bit about cj happy oh man i don't know where to begin but <laughs> uh, i guess i'll start with i'm a senior at milton academy um, from worcester area sterling mass uh, i committed to princeton university and i am a knapsack champion and a two-time under armor champion those are my my big accolades right there yeah with who with who Give a little pitch to the Middlesex Magic program here. Well, I already just said it with the Middlesex Magic. DJ <laughs> uh, and I played for the same AAU coach, Coach Crotty and Coach G and Coach Boyle. I remember CJ my senior year or my junior year. Uh, that was when that spring, I think you were, it was your first sophomore year, right? Before you repeated, you came and I remember you like, I remember Crotty being like, oh, we got this new big. He's going to practice with us. And I remember just throwing you a dime on a pick and roll one time. And I was like, yo, and you were like, yo, good pass. I was like, yes, sir, big fella. Yeah, always, um, and that's when I kind of that's when I kind of knew he was uh he was destined for greatness. And and he had we've I- had that we've had that connection since oh, back yeah. in those days. It's and, been and a he while. had Ivy League, Ivy League written all over him. So I'm gonna ask maybe <laughs> one of the dumbest uh questions of all time. Uh, as to your college decision. Uh, the answer is kind of in the question, but I'm still gonna ask it. Why did you choose Princeton University? <laughs> There's so many, so many different ways that I could answer it. But overall, I mean, you answered it. It's just it's Princeton University right now. Number one in the country for academics and arguably one of the best spots you could go for basketball and an education at the same time. I mean, that was a big thing for me going into my decision. I looked at a lot of high academic schools, you know, coming from Milton. Obviously, you went to Nobles. You know what it's like with the college search. Hundred uh, percent. But I took my official visit. I took an official visit to American. Then a day after, I took my official to Princeton. Then a day after, I took a visit to Holy Cross, and those were like my top three. And nothing felt the same as Princeton. I mean, the connections that I had with the coaches and the players on the team, specifically one kid from my area, Massachusetts, Jack Scott. Shout out, Jack. He- he watches it, but I don't know. I think there was just a connection to everything on campus that I just fell in love with. Yeah, there you go. Those are some great reasons, uh, along with, yeah, as you said, just the fact that it is Princeton fucking University uh, speaks for itself. So that in itself, I'm sure uh, that's a conversation starter for you. Yeah, I'm going to Princeton. Oh, yeah. No big deal here. Princeton Even- commit here. Yeah. So what, Uh, well, we'll get away from the basketball temporarily. What do you think you want to study? I'm thinking economics, finance, or like um, like political science. 
yeah. I'm kind of between like I have so many different things that I'm interested in. And I think I'm going in undecided and I'm just going to take some classes in every single area because I feel like I find I find something every day that I think I could find an interest in to do after college and in my life. Yeah. So I kind of just be able to go in and explore. I mean, I talked to one kid on the team, Blake Peters, who was in like the School of Public and International Affairs. And a lot of the stuff that he talks about is super interesting. So who knows? I might end up there. But obviously, yeah. I econ's like a great route if you want to make the money but who knows where i'll end up yeah that's good come in come in curious and uh you'll figure it out i mean i even a bunch of guys on my team after one year and just we had a ton of seniors last year they told me like they did some pivoting they came in like sports comm majors and then went to marketing or other way around so like you know it's not a four-year contract both for your major or or where you go to college that being said, I don't expect you to uh, transfer out of Princeton University. Thank you. Yeah, I don't expect you to either. But I mean, <laughs> like, know. even yeah, <laughs> even right now, like I'm taking a psychology class, and that's piquing my interest a little bit. So I might explore that avenue a little bit. But I mean, everything being said, I have so many different options that it's going to be hard to pick when that time comes around. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's for the future you to figure out. No need to harp on that right now. All right. So our last episode, we, uh, our topic was keeping the main things, the main things, you know, we have a lot of this fairy dust, both of wall street reference, all this food gaze for guys, just a bunch of bullshit that goes on that in high school specifically or in college still, cause I fell victim to it. You, uh, you think is more significant than it really is. Um, but Sometimes the key in life is figuring out what are your main things. So for you right now, senior year, you're committed. You know where you're going. You got the season coming up. Uh, it's a damn good time to be in your shoes. I remember it well. Uh, there's really no pressure. You're just with your buddies. What are what's kind of the most important things to you right now? Obviously the season, but but what else are you kind of focusing on? Whether it's just self growth or you know prioritizing just your joy and, and happiness. What what are you kind of focusing on? Yeah, I mean, right now, I'm still really working hard in the classroom. I mean, I'm still not like, I'm still like pending admission. So still working on keeping those grades up. And I've been working, I've been working really hard this year, just to try to keep straight A's, you know. But uh, that and then just self growth as a whole, getting ready for the season. But one thing that I've been really trying to work on is using my phone less. That's just been something that I've always wanted to do. And it's just been a super hard struggle. speaking my language there yeah no the phones are a killer i mean i write about it in english English class all the time me and my teacher are on the same page with this kind of stuff just getting out exploring the actual world rather than just seeing it through your phone no that was was like a thing for me i love so what so what are your what how do you do you have strategies to minimize screen time like are you you're trying to get away i actually beginning of this uh college year so if you're wondering if if, if you've been snapping me dude and i haven't been getting back to you that's because uh yeah, I, thought, I thought you just didn't like me anymore but no nah, no i hung up the uh i hung up the snapchat jersey um at the beginning of this year and i'll probably you know i can always re-enter the game the my gm app as i like to call it but it's neither here nor there <laughs> uh, but no I, i've gotten off it and even just that small change has cut down my my screen time like an you know an hour or a couple of hours so it's like are there any 
little changes you make or things you're conscious of throughout the day that you try to uh, get your time down? Because I I'm still trying to. So I might. I think I think that's gotta be. I think that's my next step is getting rid of Snapchat. That definitely takes up a lot of my time. Snapchat, Twitter, probably TikTok. TikTok's a big one. It's a a dangerous thing because you got you go on and you find one interesting video, then you find fifty thousand interesting videos. Hundred percent. Yeah, to Snapchat to me, it was like, all right, dude, I gotta hang it up. I mean, what are you doing here? I get it. It is, you know, it's an easy way to communicate. You show the face, a little smile, a little gabagool. Forget about it. But <laughs> it's like it's so artificial. It's it's you you end up your Snapchat just bullshit. It's not real. It's no kind of connection. You you end up looking at people's stories. It's like. It's all nonsensical shit and you get immersed in it way too much uh, to social me, media as a whole is just as a whole of, for sure it's terrible it's terrible i mean i wrote about i literally wrote about an essay that's due tomorrow i mean social media is going to kill our future generations just because of no interpersonal contact and connections like it's all, all just going downhill it's all hidden behind screens and another part of it is just like comparing yourself to other people that was one thing that i struggled with i mean even like this summer i mean i didn't have or last spring like going into the summer i mean going back to basketball a little bit like yeah i had i think i had like one or two offers and then one day i just like all everyone around me like austin was committed my teammate from milton austin committed nick petronio committed then like a couple of the other magic guys committed and I didn't have that many offers, not much interest, like going into the live periods. And I texted my coach one day and I was like, am I doing something wrong? Like I was stressing out a little bit because I keep seeing all these kids posting different offers, different things like that. And I was just comparing my path to theirs. But once the time came around, I started to blow up a little bit. And one thing I'll never forget is getting two offers in one day. That was that was a pretty cool experience because yeah. it was like it was really right after I had that conversation with coach Reddick's and it kind of just like showed me like everyone's path is different. hundred percent. Yeah. Now everyone has a different trajectory and, um, you know, you don't move linearly, you know, everything's like up, down, up, you know, it's a, it's a roller coaster and you know, everyone moves at a different pace and responds to different things. But even like the social media thing just causes stress like that. It does brutal it does and it goes back like again so back to that initial question of like keeping the main thing the main thing like that you get so immersed in that it's its own world that you enter out of obligation um but it consumes you sometimes more than the things you should be consumed in and in the right things so to you it's been you know the classroom basketball just being with the boys yeah i mean I know it's senior year. I mean, got to keep my priorities where they are, basketball, academics. But, I mean, living on my floor in the dorm just past that doorway right now, it's CJ Cox, my one of my best friends, Austin Hunt, one of my best friends, Dylan Hunt, Austin's little brother. I mean, everyone on my floor is like my boys. So it's just like I'll just go – I'll be able to go do whatever, hang out, and then go back into my room, lock in, get studying in, whatever. So it's yeah. just no matter where you go, you're having fun, even if – you just need five minutes to take a little break. I love that. I, this is the, I lived last year with a teammate who's my boy. And then I was with a random who I wasn't a huge fan of, but that's okay. This year I'm with like kind of my, my guys 
I'm in a room with my uh, roommate Peyton, and then there's two down the hall, and then there's a random. He just sits in his room, doesn't come out, <laughs> it's weirdo. But um, it makes a huge difference when you're just with guys who like you can fuck around with, uh, laugh. Like, dude, I wrote a blog. Uh, I don't know if you saw it last week, but it's called uh, "Laughing Is Living." Dude, just laughing yeah. with the boys, as simple as it is. Yeah. It's it is the best feeling ever, and it, and it it puts in perspective sometimes just laughter, what's what's really important and what's not. You know, you get you harp hundred percent. You harp on so much bullshit, whether it be social media or, or small problems that are insignificant. And when you just laugh with the guys, you realize how simple life is. Sometimes you know you got your people right. around you, you got what's important to you. And you, you know, you balance those things. That's, that's really all. That's really all. Even going to your, your question of like, what are your main things? It's like being present, like those moments when you're like, even just like outside sitting in the common room with all the boys, listening to music, playing poker, whatever, just hanging out. Like it puts into perspective, like you're not going to have this forever. Like enjoy it in the moment. Like I'm only at, I've been at Milton. I had two years before this year. And this is my last year, so just like enjoy it while I have it, because you're never gonna have it again. Even like high school basketball, you're never gonna have it again. 100%. Like I'm sure, I'm sure you can reflect on that a little Dude, bit. Dude, I can, and I missed, I missed a good portion of the senior year too, the injury, and like, yeah, you get to college. Is, college is awesome. College basketball is way different. The difference I tell people who ask, high school basketball is called boys basketball. College is called men's. That, that's the it's how you distinguish yeah. the two. But, like, yeah, man, just playing, going to school with all your boys, like, walking in the hallways and, like, you know, you get your team dress, all that shit. Like, dude, there's nothing like it. And then, you know, everyone's like, oh, there's a game today. College, at least where I go, uh, Emerson, it's like people are just in their own world. So you're, you're not as noticed. Um, it's not as much of a, like, school camaraderie thing as as high school is. And just playing with your boys, dude. Oh yeah. man, it's special. It so, yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. I'm glad you're uh, so aware of it because because it does yeah. pass people by and they think like, oh, I want to get out of high school, get me out of here, I'm ready. And then you get to college and you're like, damn, dog, like I had a damn good thing and I took it for granted. So it's a mature yeah. outlook to have. Especially here, like last year, everyone on my team was like my best friend. Like I could, all these kids are gonna be at my wedding. Like these guys are like my boys like that like nick jack gavin austin everybody this football players on our team everyone like we just have that sense of like just like family on our teams and like everyone is so close even off the court and that's what makes it so much fun here like i'll tell the recruits when they come like it won't be the same without me austin gavin nick like all of us but like they can rebuild that because it's like the same place if you can rebuild it here, like it's special. Yeah. Am I invited to the wedding? Yeah, you'll be you'll be your best man, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's I, fucking go. Only if you wear a scally cap. Yeah, oh, for sure. I know. Uh, I brought the scally out today. It'll have to be um, a little bit more formal than the backwards, though. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, okay, fine. Uh, right on right on cue here. If this yeah. is this is what I gotta do to get the invite, then so be it. All right, let's transition into basketball. We'd be foolish not to talk ball because uh, we're both we're both basketball players, but we're gonna take a different angle on it. We kind of just talked about you know being in your head about starting shit. Um, for you, what is 
kind of your like your mental approach to basketball. I think you hear it often, but it's like basketball is so mental. It really is because you put yourself in a gym on your own, just shooting around, um, which obviously it doesn't simulate competition, but like you're just so freed up mentally and you're at your best because you're just like trusting your instincts, your plan. So for you, how do you try to replicate that when you're like, is is there a certain kind of self-talk you have or a certain headspace you try to get in? Yeah, I mean, I, I just always remember the why. Like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Like, what am I doing this for? Obviously, when you're going into a game, you're you're focused and like you're in that headspace, like a competition headspace. But it's all about just being grateful for what you have. And like for me, just like being grateful that I'm at Milton. And like a lot of kids from like Sterling Mass don't know what Milton is. Right. And like when I go into a game, I want to have fun. I want to win. But ultimately, I'm just like, I'm just playing the game like basketball, basketball aside, like it's just going out, having fun and trying to win. Like, I don't care how many points I score, anything like that. I just want to win a game. Like I remember the Under Armour Championship this year. I didn't score a single point, but I played almost the whole game. Like I just do the little things. And that's what I feel like makes me valuable on the court. It's not really as much mental, just like going out, having fun and trying to win. Yeah. And but that being your approach frees you yeah. up mentally because there's not yeah. this. You're this not pressure. worried about mistakes. Like, right. Right. Because you understand what the what the main thing is in a, within, you know, the basketball game. What is the main thing? It's like, all right, it's winning and it's trying to impact winning individually. But, yeah, people get so caught up in measuring their success and they get you know, they're, they're unwilling to alter what success looks like to them. Obviously in your high school success to you, isn't like, yeah, scoring zero and playing 32 minutes. That ain't a great game for you. Uh, you know what I mean? You'll be frustrated. Something went wrong, but you're AAU, you're playing with other great players, which is similar to what college is like. And I went through it in AAU as well. It's okay. You need to alter what success is in a game for you. Maybe for me, it was like, all right, can I come in? maybe drill a couple shots, get the ball to our fucking unreal shooters, not turn it over, be solid on D. I might only play, you know, 14 minutes because we have three other – three Division One guards on the – it's like, you know, that if that's a good game though. Yeah, I'm, in high school a good game is whatever, 19, 20 points. But, you know, ultimately it's like can you impact winning? And Yeah, I, I think it's interesting you bring up – AAU versus high school because I totally feel like it's different the way that you approach it you play a total different role on every team that you play on and I mean when I'm going on the floor in high school I know that there's no big that's gonna outplay me no one can fucking guard you (laughs) there's nobody like nobody on the floor stronger I mean nobody on the floor better than me no one's better looking (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the self-talk that I have going onto the floor like I still have that in AAU, but I know that my role is different. Like high school, I know that I'm taking over a game as soon as I step in. Like I'm the most dominant force on the floor. And hell yeah, you are. So Matt, right there, let's go off that. Where do you where do you develop your confidence? I mean, there's there's simple answers to this, but sometimes you know people find confidence in different ways. Where does your confidence come from? Because you need to have it in. Uh, exponential amounts to be really fucking good especially at the highest level of basketball obviously it goes back like i said just my why like being a kid from sterling mass 
I wasn't really that good growing up and I've just only been getting better and better. And I know that every time I step on the floor, I'm getting better than I was the last time I was on the floor. I mean, confidence, like I built, you build it a lot in your workouts and lifting, like just on your own, but also it's just like, keep playing basketball and your confidence is always going to go up just like your skill how much how good you are is always going to keep getting better it's the same thing yeah i think confidence sometimes comes from like a willingness to look stupid a willingness to fail to to get your ass busted like when you because that's sometimes the mental block or the 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 fear when you're in a game it's like you know you worry you try to come into a game and you're trying to predict what's going to happen. All right. Uh, my, I don't do this. Don't turn it over. Don't do that. It's like, if you are willing to turn it over or you like, don't fear those things, then it unleashes your confidence. Cause you're like, yo, regardless of what happens, whether someone is guarding me this way or, or I make this mistake, like I'll fucking handle it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think people just worry so much about. Yeah. And I mean, it goes back to playing free, just, playing without restrictions, no pressure. It's just having fun, playing the game that you love. You can't forget. That's another thing. It's just like, you can't forget that you love the game. It's it's basketball. It's like number top three important things in your life. I mean, you just can't forget that. And I mean, I think the confidence just stems from your love from the game and how much work you put into the game. Yeah. I love that. And to the self-talk idea, I, I, wrote about this in a blog last year before my first college game last year i was the most nervous i've ever been i I don't know why i played in plenty of big games aau i played against all due respect to gordon i've played against better players than they had but i was so i was so nervous it's my first college game i knew i was starting and it's like i don't know if it was you know it's obviously performance anxiety that's normal but it was like a little bit of fear it's like you know, you get semi doubts and you're like, what the, why the fuck? And it's like in those moments, you want to hear something from someone else. Uh, And I had a teammate actually, who's now my assistant coach. He was, he was a grad transfer last year. He came up to me and was just like, yo, have fun today. Like you're, you're ready for this. Like go have fun. And that just freed me up so much. But what it also reminded me of is like, I could have told myself that. So it's like, if that's what I needed to hear from someone else, it's just like if you're in a shooting slump uh, and you're now you've missed seven shots in a row, all you want to hear from your coach is, yo, fucking fire the next one. And then you're going to be like, oh, I'm drilling the next one. But in your mind, obviously, you're like, fuck, fuck. But why can't internally you tell yourself that? You know, if you can get to the point where your own self-talk is all you need and you're not relying on other people, I feel like that's when you really become unstoppable and that's when you unleash you like your full potential yeah so I'm, I'm working on it dude but i think that's something to be for it starts with being aware of it because i remember being told that little thing i was like the fuck i can tell myself that i can tell myself these things in the middle of a game i'm up at the free throw line it's like yo, dude i'm about to drill these that that was one of the biggest things that i learned i made my jump in basketball was from my first year at milton to my junior year like that spring, that winter, spring and summer were like when I started to realize like, oh, shit, like I'm pretty good. Like I'm better than the normal kid. Like I'm like, I'm going to do this. Like basketball is my thing. Like obviously I came to school for basketball, but like right. 
I still, I still wasn't confident in myself. And I, I vividly remember my first couple of games in a Milton Jersey, like, just like you said, performance anxiety, like nervous, like not used to the speed of the game. Like obviously you practice and stuff, but it's different when you get in the game setting. Right. And I remember I missed so many layups, so many shots. I was doing all the wrong things. Like you can ask anyone on my team, like my first year at Milton, my field goal percentage was terrible. But as soon as I started to learn to play free and just, I remember coach Reddick's just saying, just like play without pressure, have fun. I mean, those are words that you need to hear in those moments. And like, once I made that jump from sophomore year to junior year, like, Last year, I turned into a beast. Like, I would argue that there was no one better than me, like, holding down the fort, like, my position. Like, I was that guy. Yeah, you you are that guy. <laughs> you are that guy. I'll second that. You are that guy. I love it. So where – I saw some tweet a couple of days ago from Jay Billis. There was a video, and he said there's a difference. I'm sure you might have seen it. There's a difference between playing and competing. Mm-hmm. How – where does your competitive edge come from? I, I this year actually in the last two years I figured out what it is for me, uh, but I want to hear what it is for you. My competitive edge just stems from always being overlooked. Like, all growing up, I was like always slow. Like, I was always tall, but I was always goofy. Like, I couldn't jump. Like, going back to my sophomore year, like I couldn't dunk like off vertical. Just like. I couldn't dunk really like I have so many videos of me like slipping looking goofy and I just got tired of that like I started to put in work like off the court like starting to really learn the game like learn how to jump how to do those things just because I didn't want to be that goofy kid and I wanted to be the best player on the floor every time I stepped on the floor like I never want to look stupid but I always just want to be the best that I can be like I want to be the best no matter what savage dude I mean, what is your competitive edge? Like, where does that stem from? I think for me, what I've realized it is in the, um, I guess I never put a really pinpointed, but since I've been to college and last year, uh, the jump, like college grind is just different. And obviously division one, it'll be even harder, but like college basketball period, regardless of division, uh, is a grind. It's a commitment. It's a mental warfare, physical toll, all of it. Um, and what I realized is I think I've really even realized this fall as we're first official practice was the other day. So we're now in season is that you put in all this work, you do it all summer, you go to the just work out on your own, you get shots up, you simulate shit that happens in a game on your own and you get up and you got to go lift and you do all the shit. Someone has to pay for the pain you got put in. Someone's got to pay for it. And that someone is whoever you go against. And it's like, I put in all this fucking pain. Now you're going to pay for this, the suffering. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to feel the pain. Or like, I'm going to go at you and I'm not leaving nothing in the tank. Cause I had to put in all this bullshit. And the people, I was like, love the process. Now you don't always love the process. Okay. That, that, that's a cliche. That's a cliche that people always say, you don't always love it. You got to fucking do it because the reward can be so damn good. And the chance to go dominate people is so feels so fucking good when you really let yourself unleash from that work you did. But you're not always going to love it. 
but someone's got to pay for it. And I yeah. think that's where I've been trying to harness that. Or I plan to this year because I've been more aware of it. I think it's always been that because it's like you put in all this work now, show it. But it's more like you put in all this work to go fucking destroy someone on the other end. So I do that. That's an interesting perspective. Like, I haven't thought of, I haven't personally thought about it. Like I'm doing all this work. Who am I going to go kill? Like, who am I going to dominate with all the work that I've put in? So, I mean, that for me as just going into college, that's a good thing for me to hear. So I appreciate yeah, hear that. that. Go and go take that and go, you know, dominate the NEPSAC again this year. I know you're gonna, but like, you know, that, that should ignite you. Cause you know, it's like, brother, shit's a grind every day. And obviously again, you do it cause you love it, but day to day, just like anything highs and lows, there's days where it, it you got to lean on your discipline. To, to do the work that's necessary because it takes what it takes. But you know I mean, you do it ultimately to go out and compete and, and fucking destroy people. So you now go. That's, that's, that's a big thing for me right now, especially like we got four captains this year for our Milton team. And we, cause we got a lot of young guys and yeah. we're trying to teach them our ways. And I think that's like a big lesson that I want to teach them. Like coach Reddick has put, the job on us to show them what it takes to win a NEPSAC championship, win an ISL championship. And that's something that we've been working on with them is just showing them the discipline that you have to have to really win and to, to out beat your competition every time. It's not just getting in the gym, like every once in a while, it's repetitive things like getting in the weight room on time, being everywhere on time, doing everything the right way. And just going in and doing things on your own is a big thing in a team like area because you're only as strong as your weakest link. Fact. And that, yeah, that's all what you just said. That's all habits. That's work habits. Great transition here. CJ, what we we ask our guests this pretty often. And I hope don't give me no bullshit answer here. What are your best habits? What are your worst habits? Give me as many as you want or as few as you want. My best habits. Actually, I want to start with the worst because we've already talked about it. I mean, this thing right here. This thing, yeah. Yeah, me too. Terrible. Me too. Terrible. But we can get away from that. My worst habits probably be sometimes my eating. I mean, like we DoorDash all the time here. <laughs> what do you get? Like, what do you get? There's a tavern down the street. I'm not gonna not gonna drop the name. It's just lower mills. It's in the lower mills area of Milton. But until they start to give us some money back, because everyone in my dorm spends a lot of money at this place. But I just I had it before I got on here, if I'm being honest, because I missed <laughs> it. But yeah, I eat out a lot and I that hurts my wallet a little bit. Yep, leaves a dent. Yeah. And then another thing with eating is like I love ice cream. Like I don't I'm not a big sweets guy, like candy, like desserts and stuff, but I just love ice cream. Like ice cream is my thing and then what ice cream there's so many there's so many but i'm a big like americone dream guy ben and jerry's are like talenti's pretty good but yeah those are two things that are in my eating habits that i want to change going forward and kind of get away from um another hat another like not bad habit but I like to like in the middle of the school day, if I got a free period or something, I'll spend the time in my room 
I mean, just get away from the contact a little bit. I mean, being around a lot of people all the time can be a lot, especially if you're folk trying to really focus on your grades and everything, focus on basketball. So I come to my room a lot, I just lay in my bed and just chill here. But I want to work. It's a good out. habit. It's good and bad, you know, because you miss out on a lot and you miss yeah. like going back to earlier, just being present where you are. Like sometimes right, right. sometimes I wish like I could just be on my grind alone, like without the distractions of the other people. Like not necessarily ones that I live with, but like just not always like having to be around a ton of kids at the a same group. time. Oh, I get it. I know it was there. Yeah, I I would all I did it and then you'd still I'd still feel that guilt, but I would always uh, if I had a lot of shit to do, I just I'd try to find because the school is small, but it's also pretty big. Try yeah. to find some place, you know, on my own and get some shit done. But then, yeah, in the back of your head, you're like, "Fuck!" All my boys are in the library, like sitting at the table yeah. playing poker. Or, you know, it's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got you got to pick your spots. You got to pick your spots. And I mean, it's not that I don't like the kids. It's just I like to be like I want to get my stuff done by myself. Like, yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, like, bang. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, I mean, yeah, those are probably my worst habits. I mean, people will call them, just say, like, I'm in my room all the time, but it's just, like, it's just trying to take a take a break, you know? Just yeah, yeah, do what you need. A little bit. And I'd say my best habits are my routines. I'm a very routine guy. Like, okay, now give me the routine. All right, I like where you're going, but sometimes people, like, uh, Giordano, the best, the best. We love G. We fucking love G. We'll have to get into and, it. A and I've bit. already given him shit on a different episode about his answer, but um, I asked him his best habit. And I, th- I, f- I don't even remember now, but I think it was, you know, my work ethic. That's a character <laughs> trait. That's a character yeah, trick on a habit. So give me the routine. Now I want the routine. Well, I'd say. Would you consider a routine a habit? Because it's something that you do. Every yeah. Day. Well, your routine is something you do daily. So, what are the things within the routine? The Those are the habits. I mean, I wake up seven o'clock on the dot every day. Habit. Uh, go in. I don't. I don't go on my phone before I do anything during the day. That's a big thing. Ah, that's a great one. Yeah, because you can get stuck just laying in your bed trying to go back to sleep just because you're laying on your phone or just oh. laying there sitting on your phone. So where so, do you put your where do you put your phone when you go to bed? It's right next to me, but but you just have I the discipline not to grab it? it. Yeah, I don't go on it because I got Impressive. stuff. To do. But like, I'll get up. You know the guy? Have you ever seen kick the sheets? Yeah, I don't kick the sheets, but like I don't do it. There's no BS after I wake up. I'm just I get out of my get out of my bed, put my shower slides on, grab my shower stuff, go take a shower, come back. Are you a cold shower guy? I am a cold shower guy. Good, good. Cold shower that, in the morning and, and at night, both. Let's go. I've been on that for a while now. It's just so it's good. a big thing. I've been putting people on in the dorm too, and they love oh, it. Oh, great so. habit! You're you're on a roll, dude. Keep these coming. Yeah. But go in, take a shower, brush my teeth. Same thing every day. Brush my teeth, mouthwash, come back, get dressed, go down. And I'm always the, like one of probably first five people in the dining hall every day because my reason for that. And I sit I sit in the same spot every day in the dining hall that I don't know if it's just it's just kind of just happens. But it's also like I sit in the same spot every day. So I don't know what the reasoning is, but I just like the routine. Creature of routine, dude. 
Yeah. So same thing. First one, first, one of the first ones there. And my English teacher, the one I was just talking about, always sits in the same table, like right next to me. So it's kind of like a thing every morning. I'll go in and say, morning, Mr. Goodman, like say what's up, talk to him a little bit. And then from there on, just friends show up to the dining hall, do that. And then it's just kind of the start to the school day. I don't really have like a school day routine as much. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that's like, all right. Now give me, give me the other nitty gritty. The other nitty gritty, probably my nighttime routine, because I think that's how you get the best sleep is having like a, a just a nighttime routine. Like, yeah, walk me through it, because I I need I need to get better sleep. Well, the same thing, like going to sleep. I feel like you just need to create some sort of routine. It doesn't matter like what it is. Is you just got to do the same thing to get your mind ready to go to sleep. Like I'll go. We have study hours, 7.30 to 9.30, so I'll spend that in the, like, library doing whatever. Then I'll come back, hang out with the boys until, like, 10.30 because we'll have runs and stuff before that, so I'll already be showered and stuff and just, like, chilling for the night. Then I'll come in, just chill with the boys, and then once I realize, like, it's time to go to sleep, like, I'll take vitamins, whatever. Then I'll go in, wash my face, brush my teeth, do, like, lotion, whatever. Just the little skincare, keep the face pretty. Dude, you but look unreal. You look fucking unreal. Gotta keep, gotta keep the face a little bit yeah, pretty. Yeah, no, I need to clean up. Don't, people don't comment about the, the no-shave job in a couple weeks. I got <laughs> no one to impress out here. But, yeah, I just go in. It's the same thing. Brush my teeth, do get the skin right, and then I'll just go in, go to bed. I'll, I always listen to something going to bed. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it's listen good. to a bunch of it podcast youtube videos and then i try to be asleep by 12 o'clock so i'm getting at least seven hours of sleep every night i like it that's realistic people will be like i try to get to bed at 10 give myself no. at least eight and a half, half or nine it's like yeah, it just ain't happening dude it just ain't happening i love that all right wow really gave us the cj happy day in the life there uh that, i like what you i like what you're building i like what the happy camps got going on yeah. Another one thing that I'm trying to trying to get into is like journaling. I I got a there journal. You go. It's I told I've you about had, how I journal. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it in the summer. It's kind of like because I I've done it before, but I haven't been like I can't get consistent with it. But I got I got it right here. You know, it's trusty oh. little trusty little journal. But let's go, dude. I, I want to get cons- I'm trying to get consistent with it. It's kind of tough. Because it's like you're always busy, you can't find the right time. But when I do journal, good things happen. Like Dude, I was I'm telling you, I was going through it. I'll show you this. I was going through it today. This was from where is it? From January 2023. It's like doesn't have a specific date, but it's a checklist. Semester two goals. Let me read these off to you. Yeah, fire them off to me. NEPSAC championship. Accomplished season goals, which I had like double digit rebounds, points, whatever. Like just like what I wanted to personally accomplish. And I have received more offers. Under Armour Spring Champions, Under Armour Summer Champions, straight A's, get stronger, more conditioned, and more athletic. Commit. Where's where's uh where's get on the MTD pod? That was for my semester one of this. Year. <laughs> Dude, but bang, 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 bang. That's yeah. unreal. Dude, I'm telling you, there's nothing better than seeing something in writing 
and especially knowing you did it yeah. at a certain date. I recommend what I do is with all my entries. And I, I it is hard to get consistent, but once you are, once you miss a day, you feel all out of sync. Yeah, so then, I, I bet for me it would feel really crazy because as soon as I get into my routine, it just yeah, yeah, for you, you're re- exactly. So once you just got to get yourself to that point, but I but keep uh keep dating all your entries because then yeah. the one of the coolest parts of journaling, and I, I talk highly of journaling on the pod often, but it's the reflection aspect because mm-hmm. you have a log of because one day I want to write a book, I'm gonna write a book, and I have about nine journals. Uh, that I've completed over the last couple of years. And at some point when I'm ready, I'll be able to look back on them and be like, you know, hopefully I can draw some good little quotes from it. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. yeah, keep it, keep it up there. I love well, it. That, that same English teacher I've been talking about. I've been talking about him a lot this podcast, but maybe I'll have to show it to him. But one thing that we did, I had him last year and this year. So last year it was a people in the natural world class and we all had to keep a nature journal. And it was like throughout the year, we kept it, did four entries before we submitted it to him. And then the last assignment of the year was a nature journal essay. So it was kind of like reflecting on all your entries and showed a lot about like how my feelings and how myself changed throughout the year. So I personally saw like what it can do for a school assignment, which I thought was pretty cool for him to assign something like that. I know those school, I remember we had so many like, productive assignments at nobles too where you really get something from it and you can take it externally yeah. beyond just an assignment so it's yeah it's more yeah more it does all right we got i'm gonna go two more questions here um what are you ambitious about beyond just basketball or and you can mix that with the fact or combine that with the question of like for people who don't know you or have you misunderstood what more is there to you? Obviously being more than different, it's about seeing more in yourself. You know, yeah. for me, it's like, I was always with basketball, basketball, basketball. And then it was like, all right, there's more. Now basketball is still, you know, a key part. But for you, yeah. what it, what is that more in you that people might not know, uh, but you know, you got. Obviously people know me as the tall, happy kid. Like that's the first thing they see. Like a lot of people say like, whenever they see me, I got a smile on my face. But there's so much that has gotten me to this point that I feel like I'm much more mature than a lot of people around me because I've had some crazy things happen to me for being such so young so far. And I think one thing that I'm ambitious about is just always proving that you can do more. I mean, neither of my brothers finished college. Wow. I'm going to go to an Ivy League school. N- like my brothers went to Wachusett. I'm at Milton Academy. So I'm just keep trying to prove to myself and to everyone that you can always do more than like your pro, like you're perceived to do. <clears throat> like I'm, I'm the youngest of six. Wow. I know that. So that obviously that shows a little bit of like, I can learn from a lot of other people and I learn from their mistakes and I just want to become the best version of myself no matter what. So that that's one thing I'm ambitious about is just, proving to myself that I can take it one step farther every step of the way. Like first it was going to Milton. Next it was playing Under Armour. Next it was getting offers. Next it was going to Princeton. So as my life will always be evolving and I feel like I'll always be evolving like as a person too. You're always, this was another uh, blog and episode we had titled 
always becoming. Right? You're, mm-hmm. you're never arriving at the person you are. When The only time you arrive, as dormant as this will sound or morbid, is uh, is when you die. But we're always becoming. Whether we're becoming, we're going downhill or we're going up. You know, we're and always, I, we're always yeah. chasing. I, I think you learn a lot at your lowest points. That's one of the things that, like, everything happens for a reason. Those those are, like, the things I've lived by because, like I said, I've been through so much. I lost one of my brothers last year. And Sorry, that God. that it was during the basketball season right before, like, one of our biggest games. And I think that moment, like, flipped the switch in my head. Like, okay, you have you have something to prove. Like, there's more to life than just, like, the superficial like outside distant things like you have people that rely on you and you just want to appreciate everything that you have and that was that's kind of a big thing like that's something that I learned from that experience like I love my brother and I'll always live for him everything I do is for him but you just got to keep proving to yourself and the people that believe in you that you can keep keep going just like keep that's like one of the things that i do that my mottos is just keep going just keep going i love that i love that all right last question here cj um great answer there that was uh that was profound i didn't mean to make it no i no 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 that's what it's all about dude that's what it's all about no no no. like i'm open to talking about that kind of stuff because it's real struggles like people face that stuff like People face that and people sometimes people don't know how to come back from that. So one of my goals in life is teaching like kids like I don't know, you know, Caleb Joseph, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to do something similar to what he's done because he was actually one of the people that I was talking to during that time when I was going through that. And he taught me so much about just like how to bounce back from things and Coach Reddick's too. Those are all just important people in my time, in my life that like helped me through those kind of things. Yeah, man, I love that. No, that wasn't that was amazing. I I hope people, you know, the, the goal of the pod here is people to listen, um, be inspired and and hopefully relate in a lot of these topics. It's <clears throat> relatability and then whether it's different aspects, different interests, different backgrounds, but there's often a common denominator of relatability with some of these things. I think a lot of people experience loss in different ways. They respond in different ways, but um, we all hope to, you know, find our way back to a a state of being peaceful and, um, you know, drawing strength from something like that. So, you know, very mature beyond your years, which I already knew CJ, but last question here, what does success look like to CJ happy in Five years from now. Oh, man. No, it's all right. The answer can be as surface level or as in-depth as you want, that you'll be done with college. Uh, Yeah, it's it's weird to think, like, I'll be done from college in five years. It is. But I think first step is finishing out high school the right way. Finishing out on a high note, ISL championship, NEPSAC championship, and then obviously graduating. Those are... I'm staying present still want to get these things done, but I want to win an Ivy league championship, make it to March madness, you know, have a run similar to how we did last year. Yeah. And then I don't know, just kind of explore. I want to travel. That's a big thing for me is 
maybe after college, I want to try to play overseas somewhere. That's because before AAU, my sophomore year for Under Armour, I had never been on a plane before. I never explored beyond New England, really. And that really opened my eyes going to Kansas City, like Indianapolis, Atlanta, Chicago, Arizona, Las Vegas, all these different places that basketball has taken me. And I just want to see what the world is like without basketball. Like I want to, I want a place that I really want to go is like Rome and Greece. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really into like history and stuff. Just seeing how we evolve as people over the years. And I think going and witnessing like in person would be huge for me. And that, so that basketball aside, that's one of my biggest goals is just, traveling the world and experiencing different cultures and well hopefully you can you can pair compare basketball with that you know being able to play overseas that's why i would some people would debate with me but for me personally i would rather play overseas than be stuck like stuck on an nba roster or g league roster somewhere like detroit or some crazy place (laughs) in the u.s like who knew detroit was gonna catch a stray yeah who knew the we could give a give it to a couple of different states. Yeah, yeah, we but, could. Yeah, no offense to Detroit, but I would rather it's like I would rather be stuck in like Germany or Italy playing ball than just playing somewhere in the middle of nowhere, United States. Yeah, playing for the Sioux Fall uh, Heat, the Miami yeah, so, Heat G League yeah. in North Dakota, <laughs> or the Maine Celtics, dude. Come on, like, <laughs> the, the fucking Maine Red Claws, dude. Yeah, yeah, same thing, but. I love Maine, but I just want to see what's across the world from here because there's so much that you can learn. Yeah, you ain't kidding. I love that. I love that. I, I too would love to travel. So um, maybe, maybe I'll come out and maybe yeah. Maybe we'll either we'll go together or maybe I'll come out and uh, you know see a uh, see a game five years from now. But we will have the receipts on the pod here, uh, and and I believe in you, and I damn sure think. All of that's attainable, but yeah, I love that you know, stay in the moment, and you got so much ahead for you, both this year and, and years to come. And you know, you got you got me in your corner. You got a ton of people in your corner right. rooting for you. Um, but man, this has been great. I'm glad you came on the pod, CJ. This was a special episode. I was, you know, I had some. I speaking of performance anxiety, I had a little jitters all day, dude. I had You're a little jitters. <laughs> I had no practice today, and I was like. All right, I gotta have my A stuff tonight. Like we haven't pawed in a little, we haven't had a guest in a while. And I was like, I legitimately had some pregame jitters. So um, you know, like we said, how'd we do? How'd we do? We did damn great. And then I was just saying to myself, self-talk, self-talk, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. And uh (laughs) sure it was. CJ, thanks for coming on the pod, friend of the pod, friend of the brand. Uh, you epitomize what it means to be more than different so keep living that out be authentic and keep being ambitious dude keep leading uh you know people around you because you're leading your own life and once you lead once you can lead yourself is when you can lead others and i think you're leading yourself in a very impressive way so so keep leading others well i appreciate all those words i mean it means a lot coming from you someone that i admire from obviously playing against you to seeing what you're doing now running your own business that's a huge milestone something that i really admire and i could see myself doing too 
So that's a means a lot coming from you, BMAC. Appreciate that, CJ. You're my dog. I love you. Thanks for coming on the pod. And we gotta, uh, we gotta, we gotta give a shout out. Coach yeah. G. Oh, this podcast is brought to you by. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Gold Standard Hoops, the highest standard of basketball. Giordano. He would hate that I call him Chris, but thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, led by Chris Giordano, and uh, that's how CJ and I connected a lot this summer as we were working the Gold Standard basketball camps. A lot um, of Cordoba lunches. Yeah, yep, Cordoba to the moon. If we could get a Cordoba sponsor on the MTD pod, that would be great. I'll tell you, give us the ball. And um, I don't have enough great things to say about Cordoba. Certainly the one in Wellesley, they run a tight ship. So um, they get mad at me for taking a water cup. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you tried, to, you tried to finesse the lemonade in the water cup. They were like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. So uh, shout out to Gold Standard. Shout out to Cordoba. Um, and Middlesex Magic too, of course. And Middlesex Magic, Coach Crowdy, and the whole the whole juggernaut they got going. Um, if it wasn't for them, me and CJ, this pod wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't know each other. Um, but guess what? It did happen because everything happens for a reason. CJ, thanks for coming on the pod, brother. Uh, get this around Milton Academy, okay? You're the well, fucking. I gotta boy. say another thing is go Milton, and beat Nobles. No, no, fuck Milton. I didn't want to have to take it there. I really didn't. But... I, I'm speaking at a Nobles Day at a Nobles Day admit athletics admissions thing next weekend, so oh, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be spreading the hatred of Nobles. All right, all right, hey. All's fair in rivalries. All right, all's fair. But it, it was never the Mustangs. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right, bro. Right. Joy, go dominate this year. Keep being you. We'll be in touch. Appreciate it, be back. Peace.